right. Anyway, yeah. Ready? Three, two, one. Welcome everybody back to the Build Different podcast. This is episode 15 of Off the Backboard. I got V-Man to the right. I got Matt, Big Mac, Big Matt, pause (laughs) on the bottom, pause, whole lot of pauses, heart pause, Matt's Matt's just a big old pause today. But we have a lot to talk about, so we're going to dig deep, Uh, we're going to dig right in, I don't know why I said dig deep, but we're going (laughs) to dig right in, and we're going to start with John Morant. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) It's a fitting start, man, we've been talking about him all year, whether it's been MVP, Or he wants to go back to the hood, or he wants to go to the hood for the first time. Whatever he's trying to do, yeah, the way he's acting is immediate the first time. It's definitely the first time. It's one hundred percent the first time. This nigga went one time and fell in love. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't <laughs> get I just, it, bro. I really don't get it. I really don't. Can I just name off this motherfucker's incidences over the last year, bro? Jesus, this Christ. is about to be a list, bro. First incident. His mom's is at finish line. Gets into it. Gets into it with an employee. He, she thinks he's not treating her as a employee or a employee should. And instead of you know, like any mom in America would, call the manager, file a complaint. <laughs> any mom would. Call job. A two hundred million dollar man just got a contract. That should you be giving you money to not right. work anyway. What right. kind of <laughs> what what problem could you possibly be having in finish line? Like, bro. So she calls Ja. He pulls up with eight dudes. The dude <laughs> runs in the back of the store, hides, locks the door, and Ja's sitting there pounding on the door with his goons and saying, "I'm gonna fuck you up. You better come out here." He's there for like forty minutes. Imagine they, if he didn't do that and they actually got to him. John Morant's career would be fucked. Yeah, gone. <laughs> bro, the oh lawsuits would have been crazy. The, the league would have dropped him. And so that happened. And the line would have had their own NBA team by the end of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on his ass. Yeah, 100%. And so they go to leave. Mall security follows them saying they're not allowed back. They get into it. One of Jaws guys, Devonte Pack. That's one of his go-to guys. That's one Devontae of his best Pack friends. Devonte Pack is crazy. One of his best friends. Now? Like that's how important this guy. This, well, this this guy is important. But so they and so he eventually he pushes one of the security guards. They get into it. Jaws says, "I'm gonna find out when you get off, and I'm coming back." And so he threatens <laughs> he threatens the security. They they file a, a charges saying he got they got threatened. Boom. That's insane. One incident two, the one where he beat up the seventeen-year-old kid with Devontae. Pack, <laughs> Devontae Pack. Crib. bro, this dude is important. Yeah, this guy. So that happens. The evil fucking the evil angel on 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 Josh's shoulder. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So they're playing pickup ball. Words are exchanged like in any pickup game. They're talking shit. Eventually, John what is John Moran? What is he doing playing pickup basketball? To be- <laughs> that's it, bro. What is he what doing? A seventeen-year-old, bro. At that, dude woke up. I got. Hey, yo, I got next. <laughs> <laughs> so he started. Him and Devonte Pack start beating this kid up. The dude starts talking more shit. Son flashes a gun out on him, and then it's just like, all right. So dude suing him. Dude's a professional gun flasher. Then, right. Oh my god. Then Ja's <laughs> sister is playing volleyball at her school, like a school event, 
and a, a couple teen girls in the stands are talking shit to her sister. Uh, 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 so what does Ja's mom do? <laughs> so John, his boys pull up. Security. Devontae Peck. My son Devontae Peck. Yeah, that guy's dangerous. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. He might be a little bit. Yeah, he might be the actual problem. Past, that's what I'm saying. He gets past security, gets to the girl, takes her phone, smashes it. Boom. Then at a Pacers game earlier this season, Devontae Pack is sitting courtside, gets into it with a couple Pacers player, get, goes on to the court to press the Pacers player, gets escorted out the arena, gets banned from the uh, all NBA arenas. And guess who's then there flashing the his game, gun? Ja gets into his car. They go by the Pacers bus start flashing something and red dots start going on the players and the staff members of the Pacers. Wait, bro. And they all panic. The Pacers security says they were guns, but it was never confirmed. And bro, they know damn the last... well that was a gun. They know that was a gun. Right. They knew right. it was. And so other than this current incident, then the last incident was the uh everyone knows the strip club in Denver, whether that Ja was flashing a gun, whether he brought it on the team plane or not, that was never confirmed. And then, obviously, this current incident in Devontae Pack's car. Devontae Pack, for some reason, everyone knows Devontae Pack is this man's best friend. Yo, they, we're going to call so, this the Devontae Pack episode. <laughs> so why does Devontae need to show everyone on his Instagram Live that, oh, I got Ja with me, and he's flashing a gun out? Bro, he needs to be dropped as that dude's friend. Bro. He is the He's one of those dudes who just doesn't matter how much you help him. He's always going to drag you down. And, it's and don't just... forget, through all this, ja, uh, you know, keeping it basketball related now, right, John right, Morant right. said he'd be the MVP. You know, the Grizzlies were going to win the championship. Then he was fine in the West, you know, halfway fine. through the year or whatever. Came back from suspension, was talking shit again, you know, showboating against the Lakers. And they, we all saw it was just a really bad year for John Morant. But he seems fine. He's still flashing guns on Instagram Live. <laughs> That's the most recent thing and now he's probably facing a suspension for more than half the fucking year you know chandler parsons who is a he's a he has some role in the grizzlies organization i don't remember what he is he has some role in the grizzlies he's the mascot <laughs> you know fun fact i actually used to like chandler parsons oh, I oh yeah, ass, too. He, was ass, he, was he was with he the rockets that was my best. i ain't yeah. gonna front you know, you know when he was with the Rockets, he was making the he had the smallest NBA contract in the league. I think he was per year he was making six hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars, and everyone else was over a million. Oh, yeah. yeah, but um, Chandler Parsons, I think he is part of the Grizzlies organization at this point because he is retired. Um, he says he wants Jaw, Jaw, Jaw suspended for a whole year. I mean, at, and at he's this part point, of the Grizzlies, bro. This is the thing. That I think I um I alluded to this earlier on Facebook. I'm just like the only other comparison that we have to something like this is what happened with Gilbert Arenas. That happened with him, and it was all over for him. That was it. That was literally it. Now I understand he brought the gun in the locker room, whatever, whatever, whatever. But it's it's the same premise again. Like you just yeah. said, this guy obviously had it at the arena if he's pointing it. At the opposing team, Gilbert Arenas didn't point it at nobody. He didn't point <laughs> he it at said, nobody, bro. Ah, this guy's flashing it at fucking at seventeen year old kids 
at the opposing at players, players. At the any chance he guards gets at the venues nigga. like come on bro, bro like he's he bro and the thing is to me i mean given we don't know 100 this man's background but from what we've seen he looks like he's from a middle class family so bro like you're you're you already start your life here you make it to here why the fuck do you want to go to here like it makes no sense. Bro. Why? Why are again, you acting like you're from the gutter, bro? Like said, it's just like it doesn't make again, any sense. Again, this was bro. another point that I made earlier. Was that it's it's cool to be in the trenches when you don't have to be there. It's right, cool to right. carry a gun when you absolutely don't need it. Right. Absolutely. 100%. Like. 100%. That's the He's only like that time kid. it's fun to do something like that is when it's not when necessary. you have to go through that struggble. It ain't fun. Like, bro, it's the lifestyle life. he's trying to live, the dudes that actually live that lifestyle don't want to live that lifestyle. Yeah. And, bro, like, I mean, given this comparison is really like apples to oranges, but, bro, we've seen somebody from the trenches in Jay-Z, from the trenches, was a fucking known drug dealer, was doing this, that, was do making moves in New York, got the chance, got the opportunity, literally said... Fuck the street life, dropped it, and became a fucking mogul. Hired security to where he didn't have to bring his own gun around. Right. Did this, that, and the third. Didn't have surrounded himself with the people that he knew was gonna help him rather than drag him down. Yeah. And Josh is the- like, nah. The nah. piece that's missing for me here is like, there's some people that say like, what's the big deal? I mean, this dude is the guy that the NBA is literally choosing to be the next face of the league. Yeah. Like, you can see yeah. it. All the endorsements, all the sponsorships. Everything that he's receiving. He NBA wants John ja Morant to be the guy even over Giannis, over Devin Booker, over Tatum, over all these guys. Me. Right, exactly. So it's that on top of the fact those sponsorships, for example, Nike, Powerade, like all this shit that this guy could have. Bro, but instead he wants to be that kid that goes to get a gun and is so happy Powerade that he just got his first so gun crazy. that he's just showing everybody. That Powerade deal was so crazy, bro. 100%. Like... I'm like, you really threw that away for that? Like, you're about to lose your Nike and, deal because of this? And, bro, what's and, crazy is he also, because of his time away from the team and then it affected his play a little bit, this after, bro, he didn't make any All-NBA team. He lost $39 million in bonuses. And most likely he gets suspended without payoff of this next suspension. Because yeah. they know they're going to have yeah. to pay him the absolute least. Exactly. Yeah. So they already lost. He already lost his bonus money with the thirty-nine million for his next extension. He's gonna lose Powery. Might lose Nike. Might get suspended a whole year without pay, bro. It's just like, what do you? You had the bag in your hands. How did you fumble it? How did you fuck it up? CTE, man. It it gets everybody. I mean, that's the only real explanation because on it's another it said CT. On a, I'm crying. Is it the only because on a on another level too? It's yeah. like it's not like he's on some bum ass team like most of these fucking rookies yeah, get the drafted best to. Team in the West, like right, and the Grizzlies like they have a whole bunch of talent. I mean, let's let's exclude Dylan Brooks. Let's I was about to say, yeah. He definitely Let's got look at John Morant, Desmond Bain, and Jaron Jackson Jr. Those three alone, that is literally a corner store. For, or that's corner that's store. three top players in the league. <laughs> now it's a corner store, but it it's a cornerstone for like the next eight years of possibly winning two 100%. or three chips. Jaron Jackson and now, Jr. just won defensive player of the year. Like, 
Yeah. Right. But uh, Desmond Bain just showed out this year and showed that he could be a good number two to job. I feel like Desmond Bain's just tired of all this shit. (laughs) Like, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he just requests a trade this offseason. I would not be surprised. That man is good. You're not going to have John Morant for the majority of next year. Jaron Jackson is injury prone. Dylan Brooks ain't going to be there. Not that he matters. A whole bunch of other players got hurt that were important to the franchise. People yeah. left, whatever. It's literally going to be Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson until Jackson gets hurt. And then it's just Desmond Bain. At which point, hurt, now they're a lottery team. So. But fuck, that's a mess. Fuck it. Moving on. Monty Williams got <laughs> fired. <laughs> Everybody Another messy franchise. <laughs> right. Everyone's getting fired. Every, every coach is getting it's fired. Monty Williams is getting fired. Pay for that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean. But uh, Monty, Monty Williams, I thought, I mean, I'm, I, we all could see him getting fired coming if they didn't really achieve anything. But at the same time, they went to the finals. Um, they've been to the conference finals the last two years. I don't think it was a righteous firing, but I'm glad he's out of that toxic ass hellhole. Because I mean, what is he supposed to do with this roster that he had this year, for example? It's not a it's not a righteous firing, but it was the right move. Because if you weren't gonna fire him, you would have had to have moved off of DeAndre Ayton last year. You paying yeah. DeAndre Ayton is telling yeah. me that you want to keep him and try to salvage that. The only other way to do that is to get rid of Monty Williams. But at the same time, it's like, why would you pick Monty Williams over DeAndre Ayton? DeAndre Ayton had one of the biggest shit shows this playoffs that that I have really ever seen. And on top of that, he's a locker room cancer, as we hear all these fucking reports. On top of that, you traded everything else you had for Kevin Durant. It's because the Suns literally absolutely refused to use him. Like, it's kind of hard to be bought in and really locked into something if you're not important to said operation. But whenever you're really the primary focus, you're having horrible shooting splits. But that's because it's like you only call on me once every two weeks. Like, you want me to be that guy when you need me to be that guy. Like, fuck that, bro. But even when he's not being called on, though, like, they're asking you to rebound and play defense, none of the two things that he's doing. Yeah, he's not a great rebounder. He's a bad defender. I mean, either way, like, if you want your number to be called more, you have to perform that one time every two weeks. My thing is, is, like, I'm just looking at, like, just from, like, typical centers and shit that I've seen. Yeah. It's typical for a center to act out when they're not getting the ball because they depend on everybody else to get them the ball. How many times yeah. you heard Embiid crying about not getting the ball? Well, right. That's Joel Embiid, it, though. Bro, but still, though, DeAndre <laughs> Ayton, there was a point in time where he once wasn't Joel Embiid. Niggas gave him the ball yeah. and he became Joel Embiid. That's what I'm saying. DeAndre Ayton yeah. was what, the number one pick? Yeah. Like, for you to just not be be given the number one pick the ball is type crazy. You feel me? I get I get your team. That... I do get your team. You feel me? But it's like, you really didn't even try to develop it. No, nah, but... I feel you. And especially because all the hype that was going into it. Before the draft, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton were comparing themselves to a next Shaq. Bro, I didn't even know who he was until Thomas sent me the picture right. of this guy. And I'm just like, yo, who is this guy, bro? Like, he mad, bro, like, like man, on bro, steroids. Bro, he's about to come into the league and destroy it, bro. Like, before before the draft, 
they were saying, and oh, fuck, fuck before the draft. At the draft, you literally picked him over guys like Trey, guys like Luca. So it's just like, if you're going to pick him over that, treat him like a number one pick and give him the reps, give him the opportunities. Once you got, once you saw that you guys could have a chance when they went 8 and 0 in the bubble before they had Monty, and they were like, oh, Maybe we're finally clicking. And they got Monty. They got DeAndre Ayton. And then they were like, all right, let's now keep the ball rolling and be win now rather than develop the number one pick that we just got. And so then it just from there on out, and given, yeah, they made a finals, they made conference finals and shit. But I mean, like, and then you did a terrible decision. In, In today's NBA now, you need two things you need some star power but you need a lot of depth. If you go and opt into just having a lot of star power with no depth, you're not going to work. And the Suns strictly said, we're going to give up all our depth and get that one star who is in the wrong side of 30, given he's still Kevin fucking Durant. But it's just, it was a bad move. And then you already had like an 87-year-old Chris Paul and it just, it, it was a stupid decision. I really just feel like it's like, it's really a motive thing. Because it's like, it wasn't just the fact that Denver was deeper than the Suns. They outworked the shit out of them. Like, OD. they literally just played harder than them. Like, the games that the Suns won, they played harder than and Denver. 100%. And my thing is, the people that kind of put the blame on Monty, though, it's like, what is he really supposed to do when four of your fucking, four of your pussy-ass players, out of four of them... <laughs> Oh, like fuck. one of them, Devin wrong. Booker, who I've criticized a lot, he was the one that showed Man, up. He was Kevin crazy. Durant didn't fucking Kevin Durant didn't show up. I'm not even gonna give Kevin Durant a pass here. Like he did horrible in my opinion. Like yeah, he had a couple games where he really showed Low-key, out, but when they really fucking needed him, he wasn't I there. Gained... He did normal ass Kevin Durant shit, but nothing extraordinary. I gained a little bit more respect for Devin Booker after this postseason because he was wilding. I'm so not gonna lie. Yeah. he was bugging. He's in my top. Yeah, he absolutely. But, like, you're – it goes back to what V-Man said is, like, Chris Paul as a leader, what are you fucking really leading? Because here's another failure on your resume. Yeah, Chris like, Paul's dead at this, this point. Dude, every, no, every time the kitchen just, gets too hot, you get some minor-ass This motherfucker will lead gone. you all the way up until the point. Right, 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 bro, right. Literally all the way up until the point where it's supposed to happen. And then right. it's just like, yeah, it's up to y'all now. Like, bro, he—it's he, like climbing, climbing Mount Everest. He gets like seventy-five percent of the way there. He's like, all right, you guys got this, and then he just fucking jumps right, off. Right, bro, like jumps <laughs> off is crazy. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, and then Aiton uh, didn't really show up either. So it's like I don't know what Monty was supposed to do because past those four players, what coaching decisions can he make? The rest of the team is fucking hot garbage. You're depending Jock on Landale. Terrence Ross and TJ Warren. And fucking Jock, Jock Landale. <laughs> like, I've never heard of that guy before this year. I mean, and the only reason we hear of him is because of Aiton. It's the premise. He's though. undrafted not, from Aiton's drafts. That's what's disrespectful. It's not. He was undrafted <laughs> from the same draft Aiton came he out. He didn't get fired just solely based off of what happened this year, though. It's the track record leading up to it. Lose, or blowing a 2-0 lead in the finals. Losing by 30 in a game seven in your building and coming back and losing by 20 in a game seven in your building again. Like, yeah, yeah. bro, that just means that you're on, you're, you're not getting your guys ready to play these big games. That's the red flag here, and that's why he got fired. Yeah, I could see that. So what what team do you think he, he fits best? Hmm... 
He's a good coach. I'm not saying he's not he's a, good a good coach. coach. He is a he's good. definitely a good coach, but a lot of he needs a team. Good he needs a team that can motivate themselves. Milwaukee, like whatever, whatever team you you can think of that can really like has that natural dog in them that can get themselves ready to play these big games. He'll be a good coach. Yeah, I could see that being Milwaukee. You know, yeah. you know who he reminds me of, Doc. He reminds me of Doc no. Rivers for sure, <laughs> definitely. Bro, before you, before you be man, that ass before you, before you got on this, and it was just me and Thomas in here. I was stressing my hate for Doc. Rivers. Bro, he reminds me of Doc Rivers. Well, we'll, we'll get that. We'll get to that. But to quickly cover um, Denver's side um, of things, real fast, <laughs> Denver dominates these guys. Um, so honestly, I have a good comparison here. I, I think the Denver Nuggets fully, completely healthy. Like if they can just get blessed with health over these next few years, like they did this year, I honestly see them very similar to the Spurs Spurs dynasty. That's I mean, obviously they don't, they comparison. don't, they don't have the ring that they got early on in their franchise when David Robertson was there, Robinson. but Robinson, my, my apologies, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Matt's always there to correct my mistakes. That's why oh I love having Matt as a friend. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, Denver healthy, they have a really good fucking <clears throat> team that seems to continuously get better in regards to depth. Oh, so you're finally so, seeing what I was trying to tell you. But I've always, I've always seen that, though. I said it earlier in the year. I said the Nuggets, if they're completely healthy, yeah, they're probably number one seed, but we have to see how far that goes in the so playoffs. why the hell was you arguing with but, me? <laughs> Because I didn't expect them to be healthy you to this point. You fully adopted the Grizzlies for no reason. Bro, they had one year of not being healthy. It was good TV. Like, <laughs> it was good TV. <laughs> it was good ratings. They had like, out of five years together, they had one you, year where they weren't healthy. And you're like, they're going to be bad. You literally healthy. forced them to become my nuggets just for them, just for that to become a good, good thing. Like... You forced yeah, man. To be your Grizzlies and his Nuggets. Hey, let's not roast me yet. Don't don't worry, guys. I will be roasted later <laughs> on in the episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, the reason why I compare them to the Spurs is because obviously, you know, Jokic and uh, Tim Duncan, you know, Jamal Murray, Tony Parker, um, Ginobili, Michael Porter. I think I think it's it's a good comparison because, like I said, I wasn't expecting Denver to be healthy because Murray was coming off of a very stressful injury when he came back. It didn't look like he was going to be this again. But hey. He was, and then Michael Porter Jr. He has the back of an eighty-year-old man. So, but his shooting stroke is is like. Yeah. Top and Aaron Gordon was randomly like, Aaron Gordon randomly one of the best shoot. acquisitions that you know in the he's past a great five ten years. He can score Bro, he's score, he's like his defensive play is really top tier. He's a crackhead. Or Aaron Gordon's crackhead. like a top tier fourth option. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. top tier like, fourth option. The, maybe the best maybe fourth, the fourth best option, fourth option Who the fuck is the other four options? <laughs> uh, DeAndre yeah, Aiden or Chris Paul, yeah, whoever yeah, you put yeah, forth. Fuck that. Um, As current state, in current states, yeah, he's better than DeAndre Aiden. Well, we'll have to revisit that. that that's actually, that's actually yeah, a well, good... Uh, Alright, yeah. but I, I just want to throw out here, yo, I'm not going to lie. Given this might just be some recency bias, but... This run from Jokic is like these past two series. Yeah. Nah, he's been a bugger. Oh, he's bro. wild. He's been going bananas. And low key, like the biggest thing everyone's saying that Embiid had over him defense. Uh-huh. 
Jokic is banging down low with paws, and he's he's playing defense right now and averaging he's a big body. like a 30-point triple-double. <laughs> bro, he, Jokic, given I already had great respect for him, and I already said that I uh, – I feel like he's a top two, top three player in the league, probably. But he's he's gained a lot more respect already this offseason from me, hundred percent. And my thing with Jokic is it reminds me of uh, Giannis <clears throat> after Giannis had won his MVPs already, um, and he kind of he just decided to put his head down and just fucking focus, and that that's kind of what it's reminded me of when Giannis won that yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. It was I because he was ignoring that. the media. He was he already had accomplished what he accomplished individually. I, I don't know. I mean, I love I, – I'm going for the Lakers here to go all the way, but Denver sees the finals. I don't know. I don't know if anyone could beat I mean, the, the Nuggets in the finals. I think this Lakers-Nuggets series might be for the whole thing. Obviously, the Lakers fan in me says it's Lakers or nothing. But, like, I generally don't really have a problem with any of the teams that are left. Except for the Heat. Like, Fuck yeah, yeah, fuck the Heat. I honestly don't understand how they made it this far. I understand how they made it this far, but I don't understand. On fucking crack, bro. I know that if Jimmy there's Butler one thing that everybody on this crack. can agree on is that if Giannis didn't get hurt, that series is completely different. Oh, 100%. Right. But whatever anyway, happened with the Knicks is what happened with the Knicks. Time. I can't. You feel me? There's no defending that. You mean like... Whatever Julius Randle happens to the Knicks. Anyway, yeah, Julius let's Randall push on to the next thing. Yeah, guy. so on to the next thing. The Warriors and the Lakers series. The Lakers handle the Warriors oh, very man. overly Come swiftly. Come on, man. Come on, man. Um, Come on, man. Some it's highlights late. from that series is it seems like Anthony Davis is fully, fully back. We know what Anthony Davis does when he's fucking healthy. That's all everyone's been fucking praying for is just be healthy and just do what you got to do because he's an all-time great if he's healthy. That's um, fucked. Jordan Poole sucked. Uh, t- game six, Clay didn't appear. Game six, Clay is a myth. Chill Steph out, bro. was trying to do everything that he can, but uh, it was too much. Yo, Steph was, was too much. really trying to do everything he could. He deadass nah, didn't want to lose, bro. Steph it pained me to see him bro. like that, bro. But I'm just like, it's the Lakers, baby. Facts, because you were you Steph's It's just the Lakers, baby. Like, you, you need, we needed the Lakers me? to take that one out. I mean, that's exactly what I uh, said would happen. I feel like I, I did say uh, Lakers in five, but I mean, like, still, it's, it's what I uh, figured. I knew going into uh, the Chase Center in that game five, it would have been a little iffy. And so, I yeah, game six games, uh, cool with that. Cool it would have been five. Was a little if, rest before I say it would have been five if we had home, home court. Like, yeah, from the jump. Yeah, we didn't have home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. Um, We're five and zero yeah, at home. Nothing crazy to say about this yeah, series. I, mean, I knew Anthony what would fucking Davis. Yeah, get your flowers, big dog. He averaging like four blocks a game in the playoffs right now. Getting like two steals, doing his thing offensively, getting his rebounds, not letting nobody, not letting Kevon Looney do twenty twenties every game like he was against the Grizzlies and shit. Or no, against uh, the uh, Sacramento and shit. Kings. <laughs> Fuck them. Say, so, I'll oh, readjust on, what I said. Remember during the year if I said, you know, AD's healthy and shit, he would have won the MVP? Yeah, yeah fuck the MVP. He's going to win finals MVP. Finals MVP. MVP. He's going to win finals MVP Facts. if they win it all. 100%. I mean, because this is exactly 100%. what the Lakers needed. I mean, with or, with or without those trades, MVP. this is all the Lakers have ever fucking needed was Anthony Davis to be healthy and do exactly what he's doing now. 
Just Anthony Davis and depth is a crazy it. combo, bro. Anthony Davis and depth is a deadly combo, and we got both this year uh, <laughs> at this point in time this year. So, I mean, it, it'll it'll be a hard fight for anybody we go against. Real talk. Is this it for Golden State? This summer, there's going to be a lot of. I'm not. I'm, 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 so. I'm not calling it that. I'm not saying over, but I'm saying this core. <laughs> Draymond's going to come I've, back. I've heard a, I've heard a lot of talks. Jordan Poole's getting. Yeah, back. bro, because they should have never gave I've him that contract of, in the yeah. first place. And then is Draymond going to get a contract? I don't know. Clay probably getting a contract. But is it going to be what Clay wants? I don't know. Like, the only one I know that's going to be on that team next year is Curry and like Wiggins. That's like, like Draymond's coming. And so shit, like, Wiggins is an F two just because it's not Curry. So I don't know. But I'm a hundred percent moving no. move, moving Jordan Poole. Get him the fuck out of here. It ain't a pool. I, the so, pool was empty this year. The pool was closed. <laughs> the pool was empty and dirty. That shit was Central Park pool, nigga. That shit was quacking bush, nigga. That shit was done. No, hear me out. The same argument that, that you make for Aiton getting called on once every two weeks is kind of the argument that I make for pool. His role varied all year, varied all last year. So I don't want to buy too much into this year because we know what Jordan Poole is at his best. I'm going to say something crazy, and it's probably not going to happen, but if I'm the Golden State Warriors, I'm moving on from Draymond and Clay. I'm getting Kuminga into a starting role and then also like investing that money that I got rid of Clay and Dre into an actual stretch big because I think that's what they like really need like need more than what Draymond big. is. But a stretch um, big get... defend, though. That's the thing. Yeah, and then get it's a center that can though. go you know, actually toe-to-toe with Looney like like the Warriors have done before. Um, I would start Poole at shooting guard. Give him a short no. leash, though. Bro, I'm good on But Poole. he needs one role because Bro, he varied no between roles all year long. If you take Clay off the team, there's no way you can give him a short leash. Yeah. I mean, I, they would have... Somebody, like, somebody else besides Steph has to shoot the ball. And apparently, and they already paid Jordan Poole to do it, so you can't give him a short leash now. Yeah. But I don't. I think that that pool contract was definitely premature as fuck. It was because oh, so the way I look at it is I like this. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Uh, the league needs to, or these teams need to chill the fuck out. With one good year from a player means they get a max now. When the fuck did that start? Well, because that, like, I mean, at the same time, though, look at look at what pool is at his best. I would pay that money for that. Pool at his best we've only seen is a streaky. Hell no, I'm not paying that for that. Score. You, you, you yeah, know why? Because this is, this, this yes. is exactly yes. why I look at the way I look at it. This is because Golden State paid him that much to be the number three, right? Right. Yeah. What did the Knicks pay Jalen Brunson for? To be the number, be the number one. one. Who's better, Jalen Brunson <laughs> or Jordan Poole? Two. They paid him at the time to be number two. Jalen Brunson, baby. All right, then. So why is Jordan Poole <laughs> making more money than Jalen Brunson? That's what the Warriors exactly. gave Exactly. He's overpaid, bro. He's wildly overpaid. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's like you paid him, honestly. I would just try to make the best of this like, before yeah, cutting time. Like, honestly, you, they but... got to move on from Clay and Draymond at this point. Like, at this point, I would just move. Like, what else are you going to win with those two unless you – you you can't. You can't because if, if you keep those two and trade pool, you still don't have money to pay a bench. And you need a bench if you're going to keep Clay and Draymond, this is in the my thing. opinion. The Warriors just need to get realistic. Yeah. You're not who you used to be outside of Steph Curry. 
because he's just, you know, he's Steph Curry. You're not what you used to be. Y'all need to stop demanding these big-ass contracts. What you need to do is you need to rework your contract and rework your role on the team. I'll bring Clay off the bench 100%. At this yeah, point, at this after point, this playoff, hundred yeah. percent, I would bring Clay off the bench. Because there's no reason he should be shooting 19 shots and only making three. Right, bro. And, and right. A, and a All right, boom. Game. I'll bring you off the bench. If you're on, I'll keep you on the floor. Starter minutes, whatever. If you're not, back to the bench. Next man up. Yeah, right. I agree with that. That's a good. And I, I, I hundred percent agree with the one thing Tom said. Draymond cut ties just because at this point it's just like, yeah, he's still that voice. He's still that leader. But it's just like his – and given his defensive impact is still there, but it's not what it used to be. And he does be getting injured a lot. Bring Kuminga in and get him a larger role. Draymond's going to come back. He deserves a larger role. He's a that's good why, fucking Draymond's player. 100%. That's why I said, back. like, you get Kuminga and you get, like, a stretch big. You pay, you know, decent money for some kind of stretch big to play next to him in case Kuminga isn't really what he should be as a starter. Which I and think have he a, could be. Yeah, same. Like, I've he's – monstrous <laughs> he needs that opportunity and given the warriors were a terrible draft spot for him just because the warriors are win now and it showed by them winning and it's just you're yeah. not going to get a lot of reps as a new kid like kuminga and moody have not gotten so i think it was just a bad draft spot for i'm not him. gonna lie the warriors not that- they made one fatal mistake this year that i think everybody kind of just overlooked but to me if they would have oh. did it correctly it, i'm not saying they could have repeated but they definitely would have did a lot better than they did. They shouldn't have trade traded James Wiseman. That's fair. Because I'm not going to yeah, lie to you. I, I don't know if y'all remember this, but I vividly remember this. When we played the Warriors the first time this season, he was busting AD's ass, bro. He was. Yeah. 100%, bro. Yeah, he did. We and obviously, you know, you could chalk it up. Oh, AD wasn't motivated, whatever. Obviously, we know AD's a whole different character of player than James games. Wiseman. But yeah. still, he still offers you a little bit more resistance inside than yeah. letting yeah. Anthony Davis just run, run wild on you. Kevon Looney did the best he could. He was grabbing 20 rebounds just along with AD, but it just wasn't enough. You right. need, yeah, enough, yeah. need somebody need else down yeah. there, bro. Like, Yeah, no, I feel yeah. you on that. And given I'm still on the thing of, yeah, Wiseman isn't a good defender, but Wiseman is a very, very good offensive player, in my opinion. He just needed a chance. And shit, when he went to the fucking uh, the Pistons, he bro, he's going to be all right for, for, for Detroit. Great flashes. Detroit got like Bro, I picked that up in fantasy, bro. He helped the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. He helped the hell out like, of me in, in fantasy, bro. I'm like, oh, I yeah. Could, I could see them moving Wiseman to a four in position, and him and Duran can – I think they would be a great four or five. Yeah. And then Isaiah Bagley off the bench. Mar- 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 Bagley, Bagley off the bench. Yeah, they that would He bro, started that, playing that well too towards the end and end of the yeah. year. Because I had that a both. big man rotation is deadly, bro. Bagley <laughs> and it was like, and Stewart off the bench. Whichever one with took the night off Weisman in the starting lineup. I say whichever one took the night off, the other one always went off. So it was yeah. just like yeah. I had and the, the beautiful the beautiful part about that is Cade and um, Ivy. There's some fast fucking players. There, so Ivy's the fact that you have athletic bigs, yeah. yeah, and then you have athletic bigs next to those two. That's kind of the division I was seeing. Well, Wiseman wasn't there yet, but yeah. um, that was kind of the division I was seeing. You got two very fast guards that yeah, are just, just that they were the ball still to everybody super else. young and just need to learn the league. A I like bit. the Pistons. I see them. Yeah, I, I and like I said in the beginning of the season. 
I think in three, four years, they're going to be one of the best teams in the East. It just you, they're to me, it's like no, the uh, the, 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 the Thunder. <laughs> but um, they're just like that's so we can make a short one. Yeah, <laughs> right. They're just a, they're a Thunder projection. You know, need a couple years for the young guys to get good, and then once they're really good, the team's going to be really fucking good. And I think the Thunder are going to be pretty fucking speaking, good. Next year. Speaking good. of the Thunder, so. Moving on to the Celtics and 76ers series that has I'll nothing say, to do with that. What the hell does Thunder got to do with that? <laughs> so, this frustrating ass series, 76ers, they go up 3 2. They make the Celtics look horrible. But Celtics, you know, they, they win the last two games. Um, Yeah. Bro, bro. Philly blows was, it again. This was the weirdest series I've ever seen from a superstar player. And, and I'm yeah. talking about Jason Tatum in that Jason point. Jason Tatum. He there was a two game stretch where he was like zero and twenty in the first quarter. Oh, he's just janky, like. But uh, it's janky. just like, and given at the end of the game, he'll give you what you guys need. But it's just the first half is really fucking weird. I don't, I don't know. But I mean, I shit, mean to Jaylen be fair, Brown had a good series. He's the polar opposite to a lot of players that I've seen in the NBA. Like, some will start off good and, and they then, completely and die. Yeah. Like CJ McCollum, yeah. he's one yeah, of those yeah, guys. Yeah. Like he'll give you thirty yeah. in the first half, and then give you three in 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 the second half, and I yeah, and the, yeah, and his yeah. team would ultimately lose because of that. And I'm just like, bro, yeah. like, and it's the classic like, it's not about how you start, it's how you finish. Like that's actually yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Like the impact and in that, the second half Taylor is way better than the impact in the first half, unless you completely put them to bed in the first half. And how many games you see that are really decided in the first half. And this is like another testament to Doc Rivers being so fucking horrible. Because in game fucking six especially, you know, the Jason Tatum is like 0 for 11 with one point through the first fucking half. And yet you're losing going into the second half. I, that I'm right wilding on my me, team, bro. I'm wilding on my team, bro. There's no why way, does Marcus bro. why is Marcus Smart carrying this offense? <laughs> like uh, the 76ers have been great at guarding bro. guards all fucking year, but when they needed it most, they couldn't guard guards while Tatum was just dying on the court. Bro, I don't care. And it bro. cost them the whole thing. I don't care what size I am, bro. I'm going to that locker room and I'm holding Joel Embiid to his locker like this. Like, boy, if you don't get out there and fucking go, if all of you motherfuckers don't get out, this man got two. He has one point. At halftime, he had one point. He had three at the end of the third quarter. If y'all don't get out there and blow these motherfuckers out, bro. Right. Because Harden gave, honestly, Harden gave what we thought he would give. I mean, the 40-point games, the couple 40-point games that he had was just extra. We knew he was either going to struggle or he was going to be a a good passing point guard. Those 40-point games that won you a couple, like, how do you not win this fucking series? (laughs) Bro, all this series came down to fuck the first six games. It came down to a one-game series, that game set. And this is the thing about James Harden. And for you to put up... For Joel and me to put up 15 <laughs> points and shoot terribly, and for James Harden to put up nine points and shoot terribly, it's just like, what are we doing, guys? Like, what I'm was done. that? I, that was to I don't want to say I'm done with Embiid, but I'm pretty much like, they, like, this was such a fast track to just being done with Embiid. Like, he won the MVP, proud of him. 
they he deserved it, right. whatever. And then all of a sudden, just sh- like it's like that's all he cared about. And I, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but that's a lot of right when he won the MVP too. A lot of analysts were like, "Well, is that all he cared about, or Bro, is he going to show?" Like he looked early. relieved, like his job was done. Really, like that's Bro, that's yeah, how he looked. That's how it was. Yeah. <laughs> He did what he came out to do, win an MVP, like, and then he didn't give a fuck after. They tried very hard to sell that it's about the postseason shit, but like everybody knew that was literally just smoke and mirrors, bro. Everybody know how bad he wanted that shit, bro. Like he damn near cried last year when he didn't this, win. This dude like, lost fucking sleep. Come when on, he, bro. Like not get. Yeah, but uh, Boston moves on. Like that guy you literally know, think... went as far as to say, "Oh." They just hate me. What? Like, <laughs> bro, what, bro? Now, now they do. Now they do. Now I hate yeah, you. Now, now we hate you. <laughs> it's just such a horrible combination of players that just don't perform with the bright lights on, like Harden and, and Beat and Doc Rivers. Bro, what? so let's just but take a step back about quick. James Harden to me. And it's like. No, like, and that's the, I can't really blame James Harden James this Harden time, though. Because it's like. I know what everybody wants out of James Harden. It's so hard to get that out of your head, what he was doing to people. I get that. But at the end of the day, what he was doing was never sustainable, and it was never possible for the playoffs anyway. Yeah. Playoff basketball yeah. is a completely different game than regular season basketball. 100%. So to think that he's going to do that stores. to people in the postseason was just completely ludicrous to begin with. Mm-hmm. Houston but the fact that he still him, gave you, you those much. two performances that he did give you, and you found a way to lose this, one of them without him beat on the court. And, bro, one other thing. Like, come on, bro. Like, you don't lose that series, bro. You don't. This summer, yeah. they're already talking about Harden might be leaving, might be going back to Houston. Doc he goes back to Houston fired. and they get Wim, Wim, Wimby. I ain't gonna lie. That's gonna be crazy. <laughs> oh, fuck. And then it's just like, what do you have left? You have Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and Maxi. It's just like, what is this team going to do? Man, you better trade the shit out of Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris over me? Speaking of, Jimmy fucking Butler destroys the Knicks. All right, moving on. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> Jimmy Butler destroys the Knicks. Tibbs destroyed the Knicks. Um, Julius Randle destroyed the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks destroyed the Knicks. That was kind of my biggest uh, take here. I mean, the Knicks were obviously ran down. You could see it, and then you're going to be – you put them against a team like the Miami Heat that just runs teams down even further. Um, it was kind of it was kind of writing on the wall that not a lot of people saw because the Heat were an eighth seed. Right. But, um, yeah, Jimmy Butler. All this – This guy, again. All this did, literally, just for the Knicks side of this, all this did was make me gain massive respect for Jalen Brunson. Like that dude's an act. He's an actual basketball player, bro. That dude, he's, he's a, a hooper baller, for man. real. hundred like, percent. Yeah. What y'all did giving him dog. that money was a hundred percent justifiable. Hundred And Dallas now looks like complete assholes for not giving him that contract. A hundred percent. Yeah, and then we, and we got their draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> You only got you only got one more. You only yeah. got one more. Yeah, we oh, traded Chris Porzingis to them, and we got their draft picks. We got Brunson. We got like not in that trade. Dallas like, just continually Dallas just getting fucked by the years. Knicks. Like well, low key, low key, you might not even get theirs this year because it's top ten protected and they have the tenth odds. So 
Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I was about good. to say they'll fall, fall out. That means, that means somebody. The only reason why I know they're gonna three. fall out is because the league already accused them of tanking. So there's no way they're gonna give them a big pick. No way they're that getting means somebody a good pick. eleven to fourteen has to jump to a top three spot. That's Fuck tough. It. Well, who's, <laughs> who's eleven to thirteen right now? Imagine, imagine the Bulls jumping. <laughs> Let's see. Yo, that would revive Chicago. I can see it. I can see NBA them doing them jumping to one. Honestly, They're I like can see any of them one. doing it. I mean, you have like a 0.8% chance to jump up at that point. It's just like, that's tough. Yeah, that's but tough. I mean like, yeah, New Orleans not jumping up. Fuck that. But Toronto oh, and OKC. Toronto and Yo, OKC, I can see that, that bro. Toronto, yeah. Because Toronto needs yeah, it bad, real bad. Like, absolutely bad, bro. Like, they just but, need somebody that's going to help, bro. <laughs> they need anybody but, um, that's going to help them. That shit. For the Knicks at this point, though, it's just like Julius Randle to me. And given I was – and given he he's an ex-Laker. And I love all ex-Lakers. I got a special place in my me heart. Me too, bro, which is why I'm but very disappointed. He played like, he played like ex-Laker season, Ronnie Turioff. At the, no. At the beginning of the season <laughs> – Kobe loved Turioff. You shut your mouth. At the beginning of the season – I called, and given I thought it was more or less going to be a regular season thing, but I called that he's just, when the lights shine bright, he fumbles the fucking bag. And this man has had three playoff series now with the Knicks. One against the Hawks, then you got Cavs, and then you got Heat this year. And this man has averaged, I think, like 16 points in those series. Not even. And shot like... And shot like thirty-eight percent from the field, twenty from three, and that's over three series in two different seasons. Like, pack it the fuck up, my guy. Get your shit together, yeah, bro. He's done. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, when it when it comes to the Knicks, I love this series. I mean, I don't love it because we lost. I thought it was a very winnable series. But, I mean, in my opinion, it kind of shows the Knicks' flaws that are going to prevent them from making the championship. Because now yeah, you just needed a team that can make the playoffs. The Knicks got a team that can make the playoffs. They, it looks like it could be repeated success. I'm telling but you, now you get to see what's preventing you from the championship. And it's like V-Man said, Tibbs, Tibbs. And like Matt said, Julius Randle. I, really I mean, I still think Tibbs this could be savage with Julius Randle. But, yeah, because Julius Randle was hurt. This playoffs, I can give him that excuse. He sprained his ankle really bad in the last couple weeks of the season, and he hurt it a couple times in the playoffs, as, as you guys saw. Tibbs ran down the Knicks. He, it was like I complained about when we were winning, like he was playing players forty minutes a game, like in Bro, the start yeah. of the season. Jalen Brunson got three minutes of rest in that last game. Yeah, and he was he he was hurt on and off like, too with general fucking. Soreness. This is my thing, and this is how I know that the Knicks lost Man, because of fuck Tibbs. the general soreness. We talked about that in the last episode. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> this is how I know that Tibbs, that fucking Tibbs ran down the Knicks, and this is why I knew the Knicks were gonna lose because the Knicks actually got out physical by the Heat. Now you would say, you know, that's not really a problem because you know the Heat are a very physical team, yeah. but. The thing that I do know about the Knicks this season is that they were very physical this year. They were the best rebounding team in basketball this year. Like even even on offense, they depended on isolation way more than they depended on team basketball. They're very physical, so to just watch them just get overpowered and overmatched like that, especially because again, this is 
we got to remember this. This is a shorthanded Heat team. They're still missing Tyler Hero. Yeah. We can't act like that just doesn't matter. Like, that yeah, man, 100% matters, bro, and it's going to matter against yeah. Boston. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, 100%. like, you just got out physical by them. They literally just wore you down. But they didn't wear you yeah. down. You were already wore down. Tibbs wore you down. If you yeah, had a coach that actually like... knew how to manage these players, this team would be very, very dangerous. Yeah, and that was the thing, and that's why I was losing my fucking mind when we were just sitting Cam Reddish when these fucking players needed the rest. Because, like, we, we go into it now, and this part has nothing to do with Cam Reddish, but Josh Hart, up until this series, he went from being the Knicks fucking savior and hero to zero. Fucking Jalen Brunson was the only one that translated. Randall sucked. I mean, Barrett, he did he did better for whatever it's worth. Um, but that's the only player that Tibbs decided to rest in crunch time was fucking R.J. Barrett because he couldn't really hack it in the regular season. Um, but on top of that, Mitchell Robinson was was damn near ineffective. Um, Hartenstein was damn near ineffective by the end. Quickly was non-existent whatsoever. Quickly wasn't even a fucking factor in this yeah, playoffs, which sucks that. because you oh, Quickly is a dog. He is. He He's an absolute quickly dog. Quickly and Grimes, to me, could be great players if you gave them both the yeah the reps and Tibbs is so weird with both of those players. Bro, the three the three players play that one I, that 30 has, minutes one night and then the next 30 minutes the next night and then not play the other. The three players I love on the Knicks are Deadass Emmanuel Quickly, Quentin Grimes, and Obi Toppin. And it's just like mad like yeah. especially in the case of Obi Toppin. I have no idea why this guy is not seeing the fucking court, bro. Like Bro, he turned right, into a right. sharpshooter this year out of fucking like, nowhere. Bro, this guy should absolutely be playing basketball. Yeah. And honestly, I understand, like, Thibs is a, you know, he's earned his spot as the Knicks coach. But with all these fucking free agent co- coaches, like Coach Bud, Monty, Nick Nurse, I honestly, if I'm the Knicks, I have to hit up one of those guys. Have to. Espe- honestly, especially Nick Nurse. I feel like the what Nick Nurse was able to do with Toronto, especially when they were shorthanded, I honestly feel like he would be he would do fucking wonders with the Knicks because the thing with the Knicks that I can compare to the Raptors is that they have like a nasty amount of depth for the, like the first time ever, and that's the team that like yes. Nick Nurse is is good with. He's good with fucking managing his depth, and honestly, for a player like I get Fournier is is Fournier, but he thr- he would thrive in this current NBA this year, and he didn't see the fucking floor. He just and that he's alone is just being mishandled. He's gotten older, and his touch isn't as uh, as good as it was two years ago. Fournier, he's gotten older. His speed slowed down. He can't get around uh, picks as good as he used to. Bro, he let I mean, me down so good. hard in fantasy, bro. Like I picked him up a couple yeah. times. He just absolutely did nothing. And I'm just like I fucking drafted. <laughs> I draft. I drafted. <laughs> I was just like, well, damn, bro. Like, and then that one time I dropped him, but, uh, and he randomly had a good game, and I'm just like, damn. So All right, does a that couple, uh, a couple that... of quick hits? Yeah, we we were on the same wavelength, Matt. Okay, but a couple yeah, quick yeah. hits, you know, Miami and Boston. Um, I think we're all expecting Boston to pull out of that pretty. Yeah. Like I said, I, I I, I'm not saying a sweep, but I think in five. Tyler no, Hero has. I'm the saying matter, Boston though. in six. Tyler Hero has. I'm saying Boston in six just because it's fucking Miami and yeah. whatever. And I'm definitely expecting yeah. Jason Tatum to have his game still. He fucking better. No, I'm not talking about good games. I'm talking about those. Oh, his. 
his weird game yeah. is copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing right. this rivalry, like this this rivalry between Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. I, I see it. I man. love it. I love it. It's real I every year it. too. Like There's for example, like when 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 uh when Tatum was doing really really good. In Game Seven, when Tatum was popping off for fifty-one points, he's screaming, "This is my shit! This is my shit!" And then in the media, he's like, "I absolutely love putting on a Celtics jersey." When in the media, Jalen Brown is complaining. Um, honestly, I what I would do after this year is I would honestly trade Jalen Brown and build this team around Tatum. That's just personally me, because this these I can't justify. Brown's been way more them, consistent, bro. bro. You can't you you can't justify trading any of them right this second. You need a real controversy uh, to happen. I mean, I would trade I would trade Jalen Brown just because of the trade market and how much they would possibly get for that and how much they already currently him, have. Set like a, a disgusting amount of draft picks that you could flip for something else. You think that Brad that Steve, that, that's not what they that? need right now. What Brad they Stevens need absolutely has the ball. Because I would expect that from Danny Ainge one hundred percent. But Brad Stevens, bro, I just. The, they don't need a bunch of draft picks right now. They need two superstar players with depth. They have two superstar players with depth. Why trade you, one of your superstar players? Do you know what these two are about to come? Like what these two at Max Kent? Like their max contracts right now are is going to be Tatum's going to get sixty million and Jalen Brown's going to get fifty. I don't know what depth you're putting around those two. They already have the depth. They just have to keep. Now depth. they do. I'm saying, but when you have to pay these guys in one to two years, as long as you got your bird rights of these players, you can pay them all. Given there's a luxury tax, but the owner's just gonna have to. But that's the thing. Run up and fucking Why are you it. gonna keep paying them if you're not winning? That's what I'm saying. If right. the Celtics don't actually come away with this chip, that actually might be a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're gonna still just make it to finals every year, just right? Because like, I don't see it really being damaged to any other other three teams that are left. Any other other? But I mean, if we're gonna lose this chip and be like, all right, well, you know, we'll just refigure something out, come back, boom, yeah, boom. I'm not saying Boston can't refigure it out, but it's just like, all right, bro, we're kind of on the clock now. Because again, like we just said, they're gonna have to pay those two, which means you're gonna have to figure out everybody else's. What's it call it? Some of your key role players, like Al Horford, are getting older, and they're not going to be able to help you pretty soon. Like that's yeah, that uh, yeah. And yeah, I get I get making the finals two years in a row, but like if you lose both of those finals, it's like so this year for the Celtics, up? they have one goal. I'm not saying blow it up. I'm saying retool. Like that's why I said trade Brown for a whole shitload of things. Get the right players around Tatum and keep going. But like. I don't know. Like the only thing they have left to accomplish is winning the finals. So if they lose two years in a row, yeah, that's absolutely a failure. The only, the only scare, scary thing for me in that scenario is, let's say you do that, you get a player like I mean, shit, I don't even know how this scenario would work. Let's say you just John get a Collins, player who's no, <laughs> let's get a, let's say you get a player who's a little bit subpar of uh, uh, Jalen Brown, and then you get a bunch of role pl- players and shit to fill out that bench once. Al Horford gets out of uh gets older, even though he looks like a fucking Iron Man, and just you you just get more role players and shit. When you get to the playoffs, what happens when Jason Tatum has these odd games where he just ain't scoring? You need that Jalen Brown type player, honestly, to go out and give you the thirty that he's been giving you. 
I would trade. Jaylen that's just Brown my take on tour. Like you need that second guy. That's really Thomas. Gonna, if you're reading my mind, this is crazy. Trust. I'm interested to hear what you're gonna say. I and this is a thought that I had. I would trade um, Jalen Brown to the Atlanta Hawks for both Dejounte and John Collins, and probably some extra shit. Dejounte Murray and uh, Marcus Smart is a crazy one-two defensive punch. That's a, one of the best defensive front uh, backcourts I've ever seen. I could see that, but that's the thing, that's though. Less They're, shooting. I don't think the, the, this, to say the, least. This, this, the Celtics isn't going to have a defensive problem no matter what. No, they're always. They great. have they have too much. I mean, Jason Tatum's a great defender. They had themselves. they had uh, Al Horford Williams. starting at center for so fucking long, and they were just the top defensive fucking yeah, team. Yeah, and then they still got Robert Williams, who in Game Seven they started with Al Horford, and it worked beautifully against Embiid. Yeah, um, it's I mean, insane. that's a that's an interesting trade idea. I don't know. I'd trade them for fucking but, game. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm sorry. Like this will be a conversation for some kind of episode in the off season. I'm sure, but I'm just. I'm over that guy. I'd 100 percent trade for Dame. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I just mean, think about yes Dame and, and no. Jason Tatum on a court together. Like Dame actually with another player that can do something. Like if we if we if we, if we give Dame a co-star this yeah. season, the Trailblazers are something. Like. I don't understand how the Trailblazers were this bad to even begin with. They had a fucking fire ass team. They had a lot of injuries. Play. They had a lot of injuries. They definitely did have um, a lot of injuries. But uh, yeah, no, I, I don't Simons I don't hate that because I could see I could see the Blazers taking back Jalen Brown and maybe like one other thing because you could still say Dame is yeah. Dame I'm about to say yeah. You give them that so, and but, something um, else, and you'll get Dame back in fucking picks. A of the only picks. thing about that though is they I don't know Jalen Brunson probably would not be. I don't really think the Blazers are giving up any of their picks. I don't think Brown. the Blazers are giving up picks for that. Yeah, my bad, Jalen Brown. I said Brunson. Fuck. My only thing about <laughs> this is because because with the weird spot that Portland is in, that well not the weird spot, but with all the weird shit that's been going on in Portland with Dame and his now his now his mixed fucking signals of not wanting to build with young guys. Jalen Brown is younger than than Dame, and he's not like too far off in talent than Dame because he's better on the I think Jalen Brown would be one of Jalen Brown would probably be the best thing that you could get back for Dame. Jalen Brown right. is that's what I'm saying. You get Jalen Brown back phenomenal. and another player and it's like all right now we got two guys that can work with our young guys. By the time our young guys get a little bit older, Jalen Brown will not be too old. And then on Boston and then, then you uh, get and Dame then... and someone like Jeremy Grant. Like that right. that would probably like be solid. Right. Yeah. Uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't get Jeremy Grant for that. Dame is a better player. They wouldn't get Jeremy Grant back for that. Yeah, but Jalen Brown is, in my opinion, I'd value him. I bought this. I bought to Dame. say, but you would definitely like, value Jalen Brown more because of his and talent also that and money his would age. Work. Jay, uh, Jeremy Grant, they, that money would not work because Dame's already making more than Jalen. It's Brown the NBA, Matt. Jeremy Grant. <laughs> they always make the money work. Mil. Yeah, but that's like seventy mil going for thirty mil. Dame's making fifty mil, and Jeremy Grant's making twenty mil. Listen, the Warriors have like what fucking four or five max contracts, right? Now. <laughs> they have two the Warriors just said fuck, 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 cap. Steph Pool, Steph Pool, Steph Pool, Wiggins, and Draymond. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the Celtics too, didn't they? Fuck, don't they have fucking Horford on something expensive and also Marcus Smart? Yes, they have. Them Along on with not Brown, maxes. they have them on like yeah. expensive contracts, not maxes. But to wrap this up, my good old Laker fans. Lakers in Denver, I think Lakers we can all six. agree. Yeah, Lakers, Lakers in six. six. 
I'm about to say I'm not about to come on here and disrespect Denver like I've disrespected anybody else. I'm not copping out at a at no point in time. We're still gonna fuck them up. So don't get that wrong. But this is a hundred percent gonna be a much better series than the last two were. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For but sure. at the same time, I feel like Anthony Davis, if he locks down uh fucking Jokic this series. That bro, something. there's not. That That's the thing about uh, Jokic, bro. Anthony Davis might enter the conversation back into being the best player in the NBA, like we called him when he when he won the finals for the Lakers. This is like, the thing like, about like Jokic, though, bro. It's just like there's no real locking him down, bro. Because like he yeah, he shows score, me that he can pass. win consistently with but scoring. But the Lakers dominate points, the passing lanes, though. That like the Lakers, they play good defense in regards to clogging up the fuck. Yeah, out of the but pass that's lanes. the thing, though. At that point, it's not just AD locking them down. Then. Well, yeah, but like if you have AD locking them down, scoring and making him pass, Jokic and then is the, literally the, rest of the Lakers the are intercepting other, those passes. Jokic is the only other player that I can think of that entered the realm of that only Steph has been in. In the case of it literally takes an entire team to guard him. Yeah. They do it in two different ways. Obviously, Steph does it coming off of screens, and it takes everybody, you know, to navigate the defense and so on and so forth. But in Jokic's case, like you just said, they everybody else has to be locked in on their guy. Because if they're not, the second they're not, it's going to them, and they're all skilled enough to score wherever Jokic passes them the ball. And I think that's what this series comes down to is the other guys yeah. in Denver. The guys that aren't named Jokic. Oh, yeah. 100%. I know the flaw in them. Yeah. Because they really can't get going if Jamal Murray doesn't. Yeah. Because once yeah. he gets going, it disrupts everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So our key yeah, factor Jamal is going to be locking down point. Jamal Murray yeah. more than, than what's it called? Because it? it's like, because the game that fucking... That Jokic absolutely went off on Phoenix. They lost. Why? Because Jamal Murray did nothing. He did absolutely nothing. And, and I think, key, though, who's your you guys' do? shooting guard? Austin uh, yeah, Austin Reeves. I don't know. Do you and think Austin, Austin Reeves, Reeves or D'Angelo Russell can... Okay. Austin Reeves can... D'Lo can't. D'Lo cannot Bro, guard. Van, uh, Van, so that's Van the thing. Will be guard, guard, guard in him. Vando, Vando, I feel, will switch a lot between... Vando will switch a lot between Murray and Porter Jr. Because Vando was guarding Curry and Clay a lot. So Vando yeah. could guard Murray a yeah, lot. I'd put, yeah, I'd I definitely like put Vando guard, on him. Uh, or fucking Shoulder. Shoulder will bother him. Yeah. 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 Just throw Dennis Shoulder on Reeves, him. Austin Reeves, I feel like could. I feel like Austin Reeves could do the job decently. Austin well, Reeves Vando, isn't a slouch. Vando's probably going to get put on him. He's a great defender. A good defender. A solid defender. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you just came all the way down. Good, great, solid, solid. No, he he's above. He's an above average defender for what he is in the league right now, hundred percent. But yeah, Lakers in six, baby. Okay. Yeah, uh, I I got Lakers in six as well. Like I said, if Anthony Davis can lock down Jokic, I think he solidly re-enters this conversation. And I don't think he moves away from this conversation unless he has like an injury that like takes a whole year from him type shit. Because um, we we know what we're getting with Anthony Davis. We're getting a guy that's made of glass, but when he's on the court, he's fucking phenomenal. You know what I think though? People forgot what he was before these injuries, and people need to fucking put some respect on his name. I think Braun really wants to go out there and tweak right now, 
simply because of the fact that the the NBA introduced new accolades and he doesn't have one yet. <laughs> so he needs a Western Conference, yeah. especially now that Steph has one and he doesn't have one. He 100 percent needs a conference final. Yeah, he needs, and the thing he thing needs that Magic Johnson is... Western Conference. Yeah, MVP. bro. If the Lakers go all the way, like LeBron is going to be undoubtedly the goat. Like, yeah, it's not bro. Even gonna be a question yeah, bro. Anymore. This is an important oh, yeah. year if, for if, LeBron. If the, if the Lakers, this is a hundred percent. Lakers win this year. LeBron is the goat. This is it's literally just, Bron's yeah. I will come on this alone, podcast bro. and say he's the fucking goat. I this will is do his it. goat claim. Like this is it. This is this and is the moment you've been waiting for your me? entire life. Like this is it. You know what's yeah. wildly disrespectful to me or for me is I'll say LeBron's the goat. I'll move Kobe to two, and I'll just move Jordan all the way to three. Because Jordan was my number one. I'm not even going to lie. He's dead ass already just, third for me. I'm throwing so Jordan my, all the way down to three. Fuck that. My goat, I've just been waiting was, my, my goat debate would literally just come down to Kobe and Jordan because that's what it's down Or fucking Kobe and LeBron because that's what it's down to now for me. I just, like I said, NBA, the NBA robbed Kobe of a lot. So I feel like he should be the goat. Yeah. But, yeah. Either way, I want to say that's something for another day. That's 100% something for another day. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. We're going to end this. No, hold on, Matt. Hold on, Matt. I know. Like, share, subscribe. You guys can close this with the roast of me because I've made some serious blunders. I made some blunders this year. I said the Heat wouldn't fucking make the playoffs. They ended up dethroning the Bucks, who I said would win the whole thing. They beat the Knicks, my favorite team. The Celtics are in the conference finals. Uh, the fucking Nuggets are in the conference finals. It's been a shitty postseason for me, so you, you guys can roast me. In. A playoff team. My man has made the most blunders in NBA predictions I've ever seen within a yeah. one-year span. It's a tough year. <laughs> This man, this man, just be going off the walls with yeah, his prediction. I ain't gonna lie, yeah, it was a tough fuck one. Fuck out when it comes to next year. When it comes to next year, <laughs> that was his season. Down. That was his season right there. Yeah. One bullshit. That bottle flip was his season. It's over. <laughs> All right, man, take us away. The the bottle is just like the I promises even, that he made, the fucking and what's inside the bottle is what was actually in there. Oh. Nothing. Matt, just Wait, act what? like you made it the next time. Fuck it. The camera doesn't see it. Ah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good night, everybody. Thank you for watching.